The mission at Bank Street College is to improve the education of children and their teachers by applying to the education process all available knowledge about learning and growth, and by connecting teaching and learning meaningfully to the outside world. In so doing, we seek to strengthen not only individuals, but the community as well, including family, school, and the, the larger society in which adults and children in all their diversity interact and learn. We, we see, see in education, education the opportunity to build a better society. That is the mission, and this is Bank Street Connects. In this new series, we'll examine how that mission for the school and Lucy Sprague Mitchell's seven-point credo come to life for different members of our world. We'll talk to students, alumni, parents, teachers, and administrators, and some folks who are in several of those circles at once. So, let's connect. It's a joy to be here. We have some incredible guests with us today. Uh, and I know this because I've met them and talked to them. So here, here's the deal. I don't want to try to explain how amazing these two folks are. So I'm going to let them tell you who they are, and then we'll go backwards from there. So uh, India, could you say hello and let us know how you're a part of the Bank Street community? Hi, I'm India. I go to the Beacon High School. I am a senior. I went to Bank Street since I was four. So that's about 10, 11 years. Yeah. All right, and our other guest is amazing. Could you introduce yourself and let us know how you're a part of the Bank Street community? Hi, I'm Marisol. I am also a graduate of Bank Street from 2019, and I currently go to the Nightingale Bamford School. But unlike India, I have been going to Bank Street since the Family Center in, um, I was, I think, like five months old. So, wow. yeah. I've been well, there for so a while. both of you spent most of your early education at Bank Street and are now seniors in high school, which is very exciting. Marisol, I'll stay with you since we just uh, heard from you. The school mission, what aspect of that mission resonates the most with you? That last sentence to me is like the one that I, I feel like I see the most in my life and um, in like my past as well. The like we see in education, the opportunity to build a better society um, because I feel so deeply that everything in Bank Street connected with the outside world um, and with like bettering the world. I, I mean, I grew up with teachers who were <laughs> so invested in making sure that everything is integrated with each other and integrated with the world. We went on so many field trips. Um, we spent so much time like making sure that everything, how do I say this right? Um, making sure that every subject worked together. Like, I think the beauty of Bank Street is that your teachers are your core teachers and they teach you for most things. So you can really be like, for sure, in math yesterday, we talked about this and now it's going to apply in history today. And in my life, I feel like that's really true now also. In high school, um, I didn't have um, that same structure, obviously. Like I went to a class and a different teacher taught every class. Um, but now I had opportunities to change the ones that I chose to take. So I'm taking a bioethics class and a history gender power class, which is basically like a power studies women's history class. Um, and they're both really interesting. And I am finding so many connections between the two of them. And I'm, I'm feeling like, I don't know if this is making any sense, but I feel like I am like constantly finding what like the common thread is. And I think that that like core part of me that goes on field trips and is looking at every single thing around me and how it's connecting to what I'm learning um, and going between classes and feeling like every class leads to the next. Um, that is something that I 
see as one of my greatest assets in high school. Well, that's uh, super uh, well said, and we'll draw out some of the more stuff about how Bank Street Learning is in your life. India, I want to pose the same question to you from the mission in particular. Obviously, organizations have missions, but whether or not they are just words or they are practice is interesting. So I'm curious if something from that mission resonates with you. Definitely the part about connecting meaningfully, learning and teaching to the outside world. I mean... I go to the high school that I go to, uh, three other people from Bank Street came with me to Beacon. And in sophomore year, I believe, we were, three of us were in the same history class. And this man like started talking about how like, oh, these Bank Street kids, they like always have such big questions. They're always asking, they're always this. I just feel like I, like as a person was taught, my dad talks about this all the time too, like learning how to ask questions and how to be a person and how to take a space in the world. It's not really just about learning um, things academically, like uh, regurgitating things that you've like memorized. It's more about learning how to accept that knowledge and how to like go out to the world and go forward in high school and college um, even further in adulthood and be able to really take in what you're being given and integrate that into all aspects of your life. Like relating to what Marisol was talking about, this teacher, um, Maria, she really taught me, she had this um, curriculum that we did with humanities and it was called integrated art. And I loved that so much. And I would go to the open houses and I would tell the parents about it. It was just, it was about more than just doing art and learning about China or what have you. It was about learning how to mix two different things together and use that to your advantage. Um, which I really, really cherished and I loved. So, yeah. Well, it's great to hear those perspectives and to see that the mission is connected in the actual practice. A lot of schools and organizations have missions. And sometimes the connection between the practice and the day-to-day aren't there. With that in mind, and you both touched on a little bit, I want to go a little more into maybe not in a school-related setting. Is there something that you've encountered periodically where you're like, huh, this is the world and this is something I've learned at Bank Street and these things interact pretty well or this I'm, I feel pretty equipped to deal with this life scenario based on a few years at Bank Street. I learned what the brain match really means which like that's something that happens at Bank Street that's like very iconic to like growing up like doing the like what is it like hang tight signal with your hands like using that to mind <laughs> that you were also thinking the same thing. Um, I realized recently that doing that as a kid, and I still do this in high school, but doing that as a kid is kind of a way to keep yourself from being like, I was thinking that, I wanted to say that. And like in high school, I don't know, I just figured out that in Bank Street, a lot of the things that I've carried over have helped me become like a composed human being. I think I I ran wild at Bank Street just a little bit, Um, but they helped me to like sort of find ways to channel that and also like find methods to express myself and like agree with people but also um, not do it in a way that would be um, completely like disruptive and uh, negative to the environment. So, yeah. Uh, brain match. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. And it is, it's a physical visceral thing. That's awesome to think about that practice and that it does help with that composure of like, but I wanted to say that. And I thought that too, please. Uh, Marisol, same to you. I just want to jump on that because um my school does very similar things. I am also with um, two other Bank Street um, people. And so we often have some like 
moments of people going, oh, if all the Bank Street kids think that, um, then it must be like very PC or something like that. Um, and it's really funny. Um, but Brain Match was something that I kind of didn't do physically anymore, but still totally do all the time. Um, and I definitely feel that like you don't necessarily need to be like, I um, I was going to say that I wanted to be the one that said that I was going to, you know, raise my hand and say that whatever. But I think for me, it was always something that kept me really engaged in conversations. Um, and so I was like really uh, good at in high school, especially in my like early years of high school, where I think a lot of people are still figuring this out. Um, I was really good at figuring out what exactly was going on in the conversation, what the thread was, and then summarizing it. And so I feel like instead of going, I was going to say exactly what this person said, I'll instead say, I feel like what we've been discussing is this. Um, and then I'll like elaborate on it in my own way. And I think that Bank Street's really good at making you super aware of like who you are and what you believe and like what you experience to the point that um, when you are having those really intellectually rigorous discussions and those really challenging um, like thoughts and ideas, like there's a lot that you have to like really get through in life that is like really complex. Um, when you're having those moments, I have gotten really good at breaking them down and um, and then finding like how I feel about it. And I think the Bank Street's like a really core part of my ability to do that. So, yeah. I think the uh, social emotional team would be happy to hear all that uh, as feedback. So we've talked about the mission. We've seen it in practice, but there's also the credo, which goes back to Lucy Sprague Mitchell, seven core tenets really about this education. And uh, Marisol, we just finished on the social emotional part uh, for you. So let's stay with you. Of this credo, What? which one element would you want to highlight or resonates the most with you? The one that's about flexibility, I think is something that I have noticed, especially recently um, has become like a major strength. Um, <laughs> yeah, brain match. Um, it's hard to be flexible when you're a teenager. I like experienced feeling like it was hard to be flexible. Um, and so you don't always notice it when you're actually at Bank Street, but it's definitely there. Being in high school and being in a very academically rigorous institution, I have been forced in many ways to do things that are really hard, like I mentioned before. Um, and that like social-emotional learning is like super pre prevalent in that. And I think that the maturity that comes from that is also really present in that idea of flexibility. So I had to write a paper a week or so ago, time blurs, um, <laughs> but I had to write a paper for the class that I mentioned earlier, the history gender power class. And it was basically pick any current events topic, literally any current events topic that relates to sexuality or power, which is broad. Like you could argue that everything relates to those things. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I um, really wanted to talk about a little context. I'm really interested in obstetrics. Um, so I really wanted to talk about prenatal testing and the sort of impacts of that. And I thought it was super interesting because I'd spent some time shadowing and I'd done a lot of um, work with that field. And my thought was gonna be, I'm gonna write about the money related to prenatal and genetic testing. 
which is heavy and is intense and is like really deep. But I started doing the research and I was drawn to a much more complex and challenging topic. So I scrapped basically an entire like outline of an essay articles that I had like worked on and like spent time highlighting and annotating and doing so much for. And I moved on to this other somewhat related topic of um, prenatal testing and the argument that people make, I think very ignorantly that um, prenatal testing is creating a platform for eugenics, which is a very heavy topic. And so I had to take what I could from that other research, supplement it with um, so much more. And what was supposed to be like a two and a half page paper turned into like four with like a lot of summaries that I could like try um, and a presentation for my class. And I trying to analyze something that intense makes you think about so much in ways that you hadn't before. So where before I was like very set in certain opinions and like maybe you can read things. I guess the way I would want to say this is that you can read a lot of things at face value with that topic. Um, And so what I had to do was learn how to be like so in depth in it that I didn't have to have a very specific opinion about it. Um, And it was something that like, I think was like ridiculously challenging in ways that like, I don't know that many other people would be prepared for, but that idea of like flexibility and socio-emotional maturity and being able to like take away some of my own opinions and like thoughts about things and write like a pretty like level-headed paper about a topic that I had kind of been thrust into was I think a very challenging thing for me probably in the past, but it's something that the foundations of Bank Street like laid the seeds for me to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'd say the flexibility uh, concept was well evidenced in that whole process uh, from both thought and work process, which is, you know, education, actually discover what you want to discover, not what you want to discover, but discover where the evidence leads you and where you, your mind leads you. It's exciting. Wait, this is perfect for what I was going to say, because I want to kind of jump off of that. Yes. I was actually originally going to say every single thing that Marisol just said about prenatal testing and all of it. Actually, I have the same exact experience. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, But no, I feel like in my life, I've learned it's so important to be wrong and be okay with being wrong. And that's so important to like social justice, even in anti-racism, which is like, which is another thing I did learn at Bing Street, which was how to deal with people who didn't want to be wrong or didn't want to be seen ever in a negative light and never wanted to change. Um, but that, um, theme of flexibility definitely rings true for me now. And even then, because, um, unrelated to like quite social justice and racism, (laughs) but change and the ability to give a little was so important at Bank Street because we were such a tight knit community and to know these people and know what they want and know, you know, how they would give for you makes you more willing to give for them. And so I feel like I'm a person who was always willing to like share my snack. I had a friend, I mean, Marisol knows, um, Monica, um, and she would always, sometimes she would come in without snack. And so we, we had this sort of pattern where we would always share our snack. And that's such a simple thing, but it became so prevalent at Bank Street, the sharing of snack. I had a little, um, 
a little way that I like found out to finagle like more snack for myself. I was like, we should do a snack picnic, guys. Like every snack time, we're going to picnic snack. I just think everything that other people didn't like, you ate. Yeah, no, no, no. Marisol knows me. I remember. (laughs) Sandy had a great snack every single time, (laughs) like goldfish and stuff. No, it was amazing. It was a great system. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, just the ability to be flexible, to change and just like be wrong sometimes or let somebody have something that you really wanted so badly. I mean, like jumping off of what Marisol said too, like I always finish essays and like the thesis is like way behind me and it's like changing every paragraph I write. But it's like that ability to go with the flow, which is something that like not to be like aloof or chill, which is also really cool. And <laughs> I think that's exactly how I would be um, described. Just like the ability to be flexible and um, like adapt and change off of what you've done in the past, like what Marisol was saying and how like the way, like the way that she looked for this old thesis and generated a new one. It's like to be open to that and to be mm-hmm. open to throwing all of your research in the trash in order to create a better essay is something that, I don't know, I feel like was like very, very within the core values of Bank Street. Like I remember in eighth grade doing essays and always given like leadway to, if I had this awesome idea, I could change it at the last minute. And Allie, our um, teacher from eighth grade would be like, okay, like I'll give you a little bit more time, you know, like just so you can generate the best that you can. I think that's like a very, very core thing. It's no secret, like no uh, mistake that me and Marisol both chose that one. Well, what's interesting is that you both chose the flexibility concept, but then you spoke very specifically about the courage to work unafraid and efficiently in a world of new needs, new problems, and new ideas. I I mean, obviously, the the seven are going to weave together pretty coherently. It's exciting to see uh, young thinkers thinking and working, because it's all in practice. It's all theory until it's actionable, and the students are the actionable parts of it. And it's exciting to hear from you directly what your experience has been that you take away from bank. Uh, we are uh, closing oh, almost out of time, which always upsets me, but you know, that's how podcasts are. There's only so much internet to put stuff on and we can't take it all up. I just wonder if there's something even, but outside of the learning per se, when you're just out in the world and you're like, huh, glad I learned that. Or I knew that concept, or this is something that's a core part of me. And I think this may be from bank street. Obviously, you're both strong individuals on your own right, but how the school may have influenced you just when you're out and about. Yeah, I think something that I learned in Bank Street and then maybe in early high school, I shied away from and then Mm. kind of came back to now is being in a leadership position, just like, like I'm here because I decided to do a bunch of open houses and always be like, put myself in the front and put myself there. But I feel like at Bank Street, there were always so many opportunities to take initiative. And I find it crazy that us middle schoolers were like running open houses and we were like, yeah, this is what we call da, 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 and this is the gym. And blah, 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 you know what I mean? And we like, we're so proud of that and also getting cookies from the lobby. And, <laughs> but like, it was just so cool. Um, just always being like, I don't know, told that you had the potential to do I don't know if you guys hear that. I live right on the highway. Um, Just having the potential to be able to do such big things at such a small age, which I feel like pushed me to like want to take leadership positions. And also um, as I got older, I also learned like, you don't always have to be in that position. 
and to also make space for other people to be in those positions too. And recently I've learned to like retake and reclaim that like leadership and, and that um, initiative. Like, I don't know, I love group projects and I feel like like that's something where like somebody needs to take initiative. Like somebody needs to like sit down and be like, this is what's going on in the Google presentation. Like this is what's going on the slides. And like at, some, at a certain point after leaving Bank Street, I thought like, that doesn't have to be me. I don't want to needle these people, da, 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 da. but like, I don't know. I feel like at Bank Street, there were so many people who wanted to take that um, role and wanted to be the person who was like, we're coloring the slides, these colors, the font is going to be this, you know? And so in high school, when there wasn't as much of that, I was kind of like, oh, huh, this is interesting. Maybe I should step back. Um, but like being a senior and being a junior, finally like establishing myself as like, like it's okay to take these spaces and it's okay to be this person. But then also like we were saying before, like give a little leadway for other people and be flexible. Somebody else wants to take that, you know? And if somebody else has other ideas, like that's also what goes into like being a good leader. Um, I'm, <laughs> I play ultimate Frisbee and I'm the captain of my team. I have been for the past two years. And so um, something that's really, really key about leadership is being able to hear other people and also knowing that like, yes, you're the leader, but that just means you're like setting an example and like, you're the person people look to. It doesn't mean you're the only person with ideas, you're the person who is smart or understands. So I don't know. I feel like I learned a lot of leadership skills and also Bank Street was able to help me channel that into somewhere that was constructive. That was an incredible answer. And if a school can create an awesome ultimate Frisbee captain, I mean, the school's doing its job. I mean, that's, I don't really know what else a school you could be want, asked Honestly, yeah. That is an excellent sport. That's a separate podcast. Thank you. Thank you awesome. so much. Uh, Marisol. Well, I have none of India's athleticism. Absolutely none of it. Um, I am a performer at heart. Um, but I was going to say something to do with leadership too, but in a completely different way. As I went through high school, I realized that I wasn't interested in any of the like fluffy jobs of like, I'm going to be the head of the board or I'm going to be the head of council. I'm never going to be like student body president. Um, it's not what I'm interested in. What I took was the secret leadership roles. I think I need to define what I think of leadership first. I think that leadership is um, giving people their own power and being able to like delegate, like India was saying with group projects, leaders are the people that take cover and take control. And they say, you guys are going to do what you want to do to make this the best thing possible. But like, we need a little bit of organization. Um, and my favorite thing about being in my school is that we are like, like Bank Street, super tight knit. Um, and I've noticed that, especially in the past few years, people come to me for like help with the little things. Like I have a friend um, who like, I have a bunch of friends who are like in charge of things. Like I said, I didn't really want to do. Um, and they like run book club or something. Actually, this is Jane, by the way, India, who graduated with us at Bay Street. Um, she's in charge of like book club. So every time she sends out an email for the book of the month, she asks me to read it over so that I can make sure that it's targeting the right people and, you know, being right for the audience. And I have another friend who um, in sophomore year, when we were kind of getting back from COVID was really nervous about meeting with some teachers because um, chemistry is terrifying and nobody wants to try to meet with a chemistry teacher. And so I would go with her and I would um, just literally stand two feet behind her while she was talking to her teacher and just like be there to like be a comforting person. Um, I have people who will come up to me and be like, Marisol, I just need to like talk through something. And um, 
they'll just like list out what's going wrong and then talk themselves back to how to fix the problem. Um, like I am that person and I love that. And I feel like that's a form of leadership, but it's also going back to that like maturity thing. I have been told my entire life that I was born 30 and that um, I am like an adult and it's like so funny and that it's like the coolest thing ever, whatever. And I'm like always been like very mature, very on top of things, very organized. And I love it. And I love being like this because I think it it is who I am most honestly, which I think Bank Street let me be. And because of that, not because of that. And I am mature because of that socio-emotional learning because of that knowledge of who I am. Like there are so many people who feel, and it's totally valid at the point in our lives to need to have someone read over their emails. I mean, I still do it or need to have someone to talk through the things. But I think the bank street taught me so early how to fix my own problems, how to be like self-sustaining and how to ask for help. And be aware of like those problems too. Like awareness is also something that comes into play a lot with like maturity. and Yeah. Have you noticed that like, like my friends are like kind of terrified to talk to their teachers and I'm like, I will be right next to them. Like (laughs) blabbing their ear off. Like, did you know that over the weekend I went to this store, which you mentioned once in this thing. And I was going to like, blah, 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 blah. And, um, Hey, can I like talk to you about this paper? And can you read it real quick? And my friends will be like, why would you ask them to read your paper? That's so terrifying. I'm like, what do you mean? That's what they're there for. Mm. Like, I feel like, I don't know. There's so many things, so many little mm-hmm. things that feel like so central to who I am and that I am so grateful to have the ability to do mm. uh, that totally come from Bank Street. Yeah. Uh, amazing. First of all, you're both amazing. Uh, and thank you for sharing wow. and connecting with us and being a part of the community in both leadership roles and shadow leadership roles. Uh, amazing. Well, we got to wrap it up. I don't want to, but uh, we have to because you guys have a lot to do. And here's what I would like to do, though. Before we go, there are some iconic things at Bank Street, and I would like you to rank like three of them. Give me your third, your second and your first. And I don't know exactly what the criteria are, but here's what I was thinking. It's a general list of the things about Bank Street that people resonate with and have nostalgia for maybe when they go away. Big Rock. The playground at 112, Samad's, the roof, the gym, the assembly, the tree. I don't know. I don't know what it might be, but I would love to hear if if somebody said to you much more eloquently than I did, what are the three iconic things from Bank Street that give you a strong Bank Street feeling? What those could be? And it could be people or floors or food. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. So uh, Marisol, could you give me three, two, and one on your ranking of ba- iconic Bank Street things? Okay, going backwards. Yes, um, three. And I hope that you still do these things. I know that COVID kind of changed some things, which makes me very sad. Um, three, this is something you have to achieve. Mock um, Senate and Mock House in senior oh, year. I'm not senior year. That's a lie. In eighth grade. Um, it's not senior year, but it's fake senior senior year. It's like pseudo senior year. Right. Um, but mock mock senate was like so much fun. You dress up, you do such cool things. You like feel so fancy and awesome, and then you go to DC and you like see the senate vote on things, and you feel so much more fancy. Um, and it's so much fun. I love that. Big Rock is my number two because I feel like 
I remember looking up at Big Rock because I was there since I was five months old, looking up at Big Rock and being like, this is huge. It's a mountain. It's Mount Everest. Like, I climbed the top of that. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was me. And then coming back with my buddies, which is like a little second, like underscore, um, coming back with my buddies and being like, oh my God, like I'm, you know, taller than Big Rock. Like what <laughs> is going on? Um, that is crazy. Like being able to see your growth in that and then this is the one that i really really hope you still do is rebel my friends because like i said i'm definitely a performer i love singing i'm in three music groups at school um and rebel was like such a big part of it like the winter concert is like such a sort of like goal moment it's like the thing that you work up for in chorus and you finish and you're there and you feel so excited to finally perform the thing you've been working on like all year and Revel was something that I remember singing the melody for and then being like, one day I get to sing the harmony. And then I did. <laughs> and I did. Big dreams for this one. Big dreams. I was so happy <laughs> to sing the harmony because I was like, I finally get to learn like that fancy part. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm weird, but I love it. Like it was so good. It was the best part. That's... <laughs> That's an amazing trio with a little side of the buddies system slid in. Outstanding. Uh, thank you, Marisol. India, you've had time to think. What are yours? Starting with three. Okay. Three is some mods because they spited me. They spited me in the past. <laughs> I walked out of there with two raw eggs and I thought they were hard boiled. And then I proceeded to crack them open at KOC and they were raw. They were raw. Couldn't even go up to the kitchen to cook them. If lunch was over, it was very sad. And he watched me walk out. That man watched me grow up. Anyways, that's three. Okay. Um, number two, hmm, I would say the tree. Because, yes, Maria, we see you watering that tree. We see you. We appreciate all the work you put into that. And it's very iconic. I told my friends that there was a tree in the middle of my middle school lobby and they were like, yeah, okay, a tree. I was like, guys, it's true, I swear to God. But it's very iconic. It's extremely iconic. That's like the most iconic thing about Bing's tree is that tree is amazing. Number one is definitely rock band. Rock band was the coolest thing ever. Me and Marisol were in a band together at a certain point. We were so good. We killed so good. it. It was amazing. And let me tell, like, I will always be looking for those videos. We were amazing. Them. I, I joined a, like a little band. I was a little backup singer for my friend in a band in high school and last year, right? They were terrible. <laughs> I, in middle school, we were so amazing. Like, I don't understand how we were so good. It was an coherent song. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. It rehearsed like once a week. It was really good, I just have to say. And also, it was like zero stakes. You just like go in there, sing your heart out, play the yeah. bass, play the drums, whatever. It was, that was the highlight of my life. I'll, it'll never be the way it was. I'll never get it again. That's, and so, yeah. Well, those, thank you for everything, but especially the, that list of three. That was just remarkable. And uh, I want to thank you for connecting with us. Uh, and being part of the community, obviously, but just taking some time out of your very busy schedules and sharing, you know, some thoughts. W maybe we should come back and visit again. You think you might do that? Has it been okay? Should we do yeah. it again? Oh, yeah. All right. We'll check in again with uh, India and Marisol. But you guys are amazing. You're both amazing. 
Keep being amazing. Thank you for having us. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much to India and Marisol for their time and for being so amazing. Uh, also, thanks so much to our archive team for their amazing work, because thanks to them, that rock band that meant so much, we can hear them now. India, Marisol, play us out. Oh,